Hello, Grace. This is Blake. I'm alongside Pastor Ryan. We are continuing our walk through the Second London Baptist Confession of Faith. This week, we are in Chapter 13 of Sanctification. Uh, Pastor Ryan, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well, brother. Well, this chapter, Chapter 13, has three paragraphs. Not a very long chapter, but it is detailed in uh, much more so, I think, than a lot of other um, statements of faith you may find on other church websites and that kind of thing. So here we have this doctrine laid out for us. Pastor, is there anything in particular you want to highlight in paragraph one? Yeah, well, actually, you know, as you and I were talking before we press record, you, you had a, a very helpful thought. You were just kind of talking about the idea of how our confession is different from other statements of faith. And you alluded to that just a second ago. And I think probably one of the biggest differences is if you're familiar with the word sanctification, you might think growing in holiness, becoming more like Christ as a believer. And those are good definitions. But one of the strengths of this confessional statement is, as you just mentioned, it's very orderly and crisp, and yeah. it helps us to get things in the right order. Yeah. For instance, the first paragraph, which in our confession, the first paragraphs typically give you a summary statement that yeah. the rest of the paragraphs sort of flesh out. The first paragraph gives you the people that we're talking about. And it says this, They who are united to Christ, effectually called and regenerated, having a new heart and a new spirit created in them, through the virtue of Christ's death and resurrection, are also um, farther sanctified. It's believers that are sanctified. Sanctification follows on the work of regeneration, mm-hmm. of being united to Christ. And that's an important thing to say. Because sometimes in the Christian life, if you think that growing in holiness yeah. is the basis of your standing before God, you're, you're going you're gonna to really mix that up. Sanctification is growing into Christ's likeness. So the rest of this paragraph talks about sins being put down, the lust of the flesh being weakened, growing in holiness. These are all descriptions of that word sanctified. Yeah, and they come, um, I mean, look at all of these descriptors in that first line. It's those who are united to Christ. Yep. Then it says called, regenerated. So that's three words. Then a new heart, a new spirit. So all of these things proceed this doctrine of sanctification. And it's like, it's like the, the authors of the, of the confession want us to see this is a work of Christ. Yes. And, and then they lay out the doctrine. Yes, right. Christ has done the work. His spirit is applying the work and changing us. And so we see that definition in paragraph one. But as I mentioned, the, less, the next two paragraphs flesh some parts of that out just a little bit. Yeah. So let's, let's go into those. In paragraph two in particular, we see that this sanctification is throughout the whole man. So what does that mean? Sanctification is throughout the whole man. We could supply there the, the entire person. Um, you know, maybe some practical ways to think about it is, you know, our soul, our thoughts, our affections, our wills. You know, um, just every faculty of our of our soul, every part of our being, and even how our bodies uh, live out our thoughts and desires. So every part of us is touched by this work of sanctification that Christ's Spirit is doing within us. And so we shouldn't think, well, I'm a believer. Some of my thoughts will be sanctified, but my will... My desires, never. That That's unsanctified. Yeah. No, I mean, it, this work it touches on all parts, although it may be very slow. And it's important to say this. The rate of sanctification is not the same for every person, right? You know, yeah. justification, being declared righteous in Christ, that's a one-time 
thing that's the same. You're either justified or you're not. But sanctification is a process. Some believers live longer as believers than others before they go home with the Lord. And so sanctification is a slow, progressive work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in paragraph three, it uses the word war. All right, what are we to make of that? Yeah, yeah. This war is it's described at the end of paragraph two, where it says, essentially just quoting from the, the, the Bible, that the, the flesh, the sinful flesh, lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. When a person is a believer, now the spirit of God is residing in them and working in them. And there's now a war between the old nature, as it were, and, and the new nature. And paragraph three picks up on this and tells us that there's going to be remaining corruption within us in the sense that sometimes that corruption will win, will give in to sin, will give in to some sins regularly. But it's this battle, this war, this struggle that's good news. Um, You know, we're not fully sanctified in this life, but when we see a wrestling with sin in our hearts, we ought to say, this is good. The Holy Spirit is at work. And even though I have a holy discontentment with remaining sin, it's a good thing that I have a desire for that sin to be put down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then there's there's also this idea that the regenerate part does overcome. Mm-hmm. That will happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a phrase there at the end of paragraph three, evangelical obedience. We could just translate that gospel obedience. We're obeying the commands of Christ resting in the gospel. It's gospel-centered obedience, gospel-based obedience. It's not a legal obedience. Right. We're not obeying in order to be sanctified. Yeah, we're not obeying in order to earn some kind of sanctification, right? Uh, we're not under a covenant of works. We're in a covenant of grace. Well, that's a good good way to say it. Okay. Any other thoughts? No, I, I think this is another helpful chapter, and I would just commend the reading of these chapters, and also, as you have pointed out, I've pointed out these chapters are richly theological, but they're also very pastorally helpful yeah. to our souls. yeah. Very much so. All right. Well, glad you guys could be with us. Lord willing, we'll do this again next week. Chapter 14 of Saving Faith uh, is for next week. See you guys.